Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome back to another episode of this particular podcast. My name is Miles Morales. And I am Diana Ross. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back to the show. Yes, welcome. Well. Wow. Miss Check, how are you doing? <laughs> First of all, I like how you did that. Mm-hmm. Um. Secondly, everything that I've been saying for like the past 12 weeks is still going on. T. Worst semester Crumpets. of my life. Cannot wait for this semester to be over. <clears throat> yeah. um, but trying to focus on on the good things and not lose my mind here in the final stretch. But baby, the way I'm finna relax until late January, I cannot wait for this semester to be over. So yeah. oh, what about you? How's it going? I would like to write a five-paragraph essay apologizing to my mother and father oh, nice. um, for underestimating how motherfucking black-ass tired <laughs> they had to have been at my age while also dealing with my Negro bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, wow. It's a lot. Oh, wow. Each yawn, a vortex... Reminding me of the exhaustion that I'm stewing in. Mm -hmm. And it is a beautiful exhaustion because the vortex itself contains new seasons of hit shows. Yes. Ten-year anniversaries of of hit podcasts. It is what it is. Friendship. (laughs) Yes. Um dog divas family <laughs> many blessings yes but Tired. also mm-hmm. mm, yeah a tempo Oosh. <laughs> a gale a tempest temp- i was gonna say if you will i will i would <laughs> that is just overwhelming yeah swirling overtaking. that's right yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you are, you are extremely popular and and therefore extremely busy. So, I get the exhaustion side of things, and I just think about how like popular. 
they did all that and had multiple kids. Like, baby, the yeah. way if I had children, the way them niggas would be taken from me, <laughs> like the state would have to step in and be like, you clearly can't handle this. So I think about like the times where my father would call me from the whole other side of the house to just pick up the remote and bring it to him from oh the other God. side of the house. Oh my God. And I would be so irritated by that. I hated that shit. But now I'm like, yeah, I see you. <laughs> Why should you have to get up and get it? What not, the fuck did I do that day? Color? Right. Now when there's somebody living in my house for free, running up all my bills, eating food, paying no bills, just. And, and the, asking when we can go to see Mickey Mouse in Orlando. And we ask Shut you the to, fuck up. to take out the fucking trash and bring me the remote control. Ooh. Kids don't know, but they're not supposed to know. <laughs> My parents used to ask me, tell me to go wash their car. There we go. There we go. On the weekends. Mm-hmm. And it was like slavery. Yep. <laughs> I would be so irate. Peel potatoes. And now I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we good. We should be in a car. Wow. Let me tell you, it's really 2020. Because as an adult, you have to do all your chores for free. Like you don't get anything in exchange. No one gives exchange. you anything. You no. don't get free rent. You don't get no, your no. mortgage paid Mm-mm. because you did a couple no. of chores. Nope. No. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if I could, if I mean, but you know, children, they'll figure it out. Yeah, they figure it out. They do. Whatever. They grow up. Let them enjoy their youth or whatever. That's right. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's start the show with some Black excellence. Uh, this week, we're going to get into uh, just a few Golden Globe nominerms. Mm, okay. First of all, Abbott Elementary, rightfully so. Period. Best TV series, musical comedy. Let's do it. You think there you me? <laughs> I saw you grab yours, so, like, you think that you're slick, actually. Yes, Abbott Elementarians, we up. <laughs> best TV series, musical or comedy. Nisi Nash is nominated for best performance by an actress in a supporting role, limited series, anthology series, or in a motion picture made for television. For her role in the series Dahmer. Oh, yes. That show about that white man that... Zendaya is nominated for Best Performance by an Actress in a TV Series for Euphoria. Quinta Brunson, Best Actress in a TV Series. Period. <laughs> for Abbott Elementary. That's a musical or comedy. Donald Glover has been nominated for Best Actor in a TV Series for Atlanta. Tyler James Williams has been nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Abbott Elementary. Love that as well. Angela Bassett has been nominated for The Black Panther. Best Supporting Actress. Viola Davis has been nominated for Woman King. Best Performance by an Actress. Amen. And the one and only Dream Girl. Yes. Living Diva and Icon. Yes. Shirley Ralph. Yeah, Auntie. Yes, my actual aunt in my mind. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Best Supporting Actress. For Abbott Elementary. Beautiful. Oh, Thames and Rihanna are nominated for Best Original Song for Lift Me Up as well. 
don't know if we missed any, but that's I did not know Tim's was on that song. Well, she wrote it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, good job, black people. Love Yay! to see that. Ew, ew, ew. Definitely hoping Abbott collects all his things. And um, I'm sure it's going to scoop plenty of things. And Angela Bassett, too. It's about goddamn time. I mean, that y'all put some fucking respect on her name. And she really, she killed Wakanda forever. Like, I don't want to hear really nothing to the job. contrary. Like, absolutely beat that bitch ass. So. Yes, good. Um, good and great. My family is gone. Woo! Have I? I don't know the line. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever about sacrificing enough. But I only like, saw it twice. That was uh, see, and I've only seen it once. Have I only? Every time I try to go back, a school assignment pops up, and it's like, no, bitch, you don't get to go have fun. Life. You yep. need, <laughs> you need to sit down yep. and write this paper. Get ready for this presentation. Get ready for this exam. Get Me ready for this other presentation. Today, I'm trying to reschedule fun. So tired. <laughs> I was like, oh, actually, I can't tomorrow because I have to work. Yeah. Let's do it on Saturday. Yeah, great. Woo ha! Yay! Twenty minutes oh, later. Right. Oh, um, I forgot that. We Let's have, not because we're working we, on Saturday. Saturday I yep. have to work. Yep. We're working on Saturday. So just shoot me in both eyes. <laughs> anyway, will, congratulations. I'll see it again. Yeah, after the semester ends. But yes, congratulations. I want to watch it so many more times. It's so good. It and I want to so see it again good. in theaters. I want to see it again before it leaves you have theaters. To. I want I really, really want to. So Yeah. <sighs> All right. Okay, well, let's get into some pop culture in a segment that we call Hot Tops and Apple TV's Emancipation from Bottoming. What? Starring Will Smith. I don't know. Oh, Emancipation. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. I get it. All right. Yay. I forgot That's the right. movie was coming out. That's not your fault. Yeah, because I don't. I'm sorry. Will, I don't like, think I'm going I don't, to. I don't think I'm going to see that. I don't. I just things are bad enough. Look, I don't need. I, just, I don't I'm need so nothing tired. else difficult just, to watch. I really don't. I know it's like oh, it's supposed to be a typical slave movie, but I'm just okay. like oh, I just don't want to see it. It's yeah, like, uh, covered in mud and flies or whatever. Like girl, and the whole filter is depressing. Like everything. I just I'm, yeah, <laughs> the poster looks like okay, girl. Like gird your fucking loins. Get it's ready to get through shit. the rest of the year before we like. Even I have enough that. going on. Things are hard enough for me right now. Talk to me in two, three weeks. I need my entertainment to to entertain. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Need, I don't need mm-hmm. to think about nothing else. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. My brain is getting cut off. Circus. I just want to see some nigga clowns <laughs> get out of a car or something. Oh man. Yes. Oh. I have. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Not to. I was about to start a whole nother conversation about movies. Yes. Well. Um. The studsbend of your past. Ew. <laughs> And icon of our present has returned home. Thank God. Yes, indeedy. Uh, Brittany Griner, one and only, mm-hmm. has finally been delivered back home to us. Yes. Um, How are you feeling in this in this time? <laughs> well, uh, I woke up that morning with a hangover <laughs> because poor decision making. 
And this news immediately cured my headache. I <laughs> instantly felt so much better. And um, of course, I got tagged in the news nonstop all day long. Uh, even my friends who aren't on social media texted me like, oh, my God, your nigga home. So it was just, yeah, it was really a day of rejoicing for me. I mean, I have been talking about this, obviously, since we all found out about it. And I'm just so relieved for her and her family that she's home in time for Christmas. It was and causing me and great stress. Yes. Like I was I I legitimately spent time every day thinking about and praying for Brittany Griner because I just could not imagine what kind of absolute bullshit the Russians were putting her through over there. So over a vape cart, my baby, nigga. like come I'm, on. I it was bullshit from the very fucking beginning. And I am just glad that the Biden administration did what the fuck needed to be done in order to get Britney home, period. I don't want to hear nothing Damn. from all you niggas talking about, mm, I'm mm, mm, like, I literally don't want to fucking hear it. Britney Griner needed to come home and they was not giving up Paul Whelan. That the nigga that they got on espionage over in Russia, the Trump supporting nigga who got locked up for, for spying in Russia or whatever. They weren't, he wasn't even on the table. Russia said, you can have your big black dyke or you can have no one at all. <laughs> it's up to you. And so I'm just Gee. glad they made the right choice. I'm glad she's home. I've read a couple of news stories that said, you know, obviously she's going through um, medical evaluation, mental health evaluation, spending time with family and all that. I heard that she um, picked up a basketball and dunked real quick. <laughs> just, I guess, Good. just to remind herself that she could. Down, <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about. I was only devastated to Brittany. see that she had to cut her hair off. I felt for oh, her for I didn't that. Even think about that. Yeah, she said every time she washed her locks, they would like freeze in that Russian cold ass weather. And so two weeks ago, she cut them off. You know, thinking I might as well do something that's gonna help me to adjust to this situation because I'm gonna be here for a while. So that's very sad. I remember when Brittany started growing those locks. <laughs> Uh, I am. I've been following her career since she started at Baylor. So, but anyway, That's really sweet. Anyway, um, just it, just endlessly happy for her and her family that that she That's is right. home. So so glad. Yeah. I know she ain't never ever going back to Russia ever ever again for any reason in her whole life. I know that's right. And Never. I hope that she writes a fat book and catches the gla the mm -hmm. black fucking another one, yeah. Own network, oh Oprah with the big hair and the glasses on and the fairy princesses oh, yeah. flying behind her in out the in the garden shit. Tomatoes. Yep, yep. That's right. And y'all out there just eating okra and talking about life. <gasps> that's Oprah right. with Oprah. How has <gasps> nobody thought of that? Okra. Girl. <laughs> Own, y'all can have that. That's a free idea from me to you. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, very, very happy. Welcome home, Brittany. Yes, City Dykes is up. And I don't care if she goes back to playing basketball either. She can retire from the W as far as I'm concerned. I just want her to take care of herself and be happy. Whatever it Same. means. Whatever that means for her. Speaking of gay rights, um, there are rumors that Letitia Wright and Kehlani are dating because... <laughs> Apparently they were at some party in London or some shit like that, grinding yeah. or dancing all on each other. Yeah. 
And I'm going to just say the same thing that I said about that one letter where somebody was like, oh, my nigga want to go to Pasa Pasa or wherever, um, Carnival. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. Yes. And grinding. And, oh, my God. Right, right, right. So mm-hmm. Scandalous. Like, first of all, Kehlani, gorgeous. Letitia Wright, gorgeous. The two of them seeing each other and a song comes on, grinding on each other. I don't... What does... Why does this have to mean something? Yeah. When, like, we're forever going to be in a state where two celebrities, like being in the same space or remotely flirty with each other means Mm -hmm. that they are also fisting. (laughs) Just like... Right there in the club. Right to the weenus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know the weenus? Your elbow? elbow? Is that what it's... Is that... Who calls it that? Me. It's your weenus. I've never heard that word in my life. Yes. Hold on. Candace. No, it says right here, weenus elbow. I just Googled it. Isn't the skin on your weenus, uh, the skin on your elbow is a weenus? You said the skin is Isn't the skin, on, isn't this your weenus? Okay. <laughs> Candace says yes. Thank I mean, you. I Googled it and it popped right up. So apparently yeah, I'm late. Everybody calls it that. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah, fisting right up to the, to the weenus. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but yeah, I thought that they were just being fun and fr- and friendly in the club. Mm, I think, well, I don't know why y'all jumped to or maybe dating. dating. Who cares? I don't know why people jumped to dating. I wouldn't have gone that far. But I think Letitia Wright normally gives such like, oh, I just got saved type energy. Like, <laughs> I think. Oh, really? Well, she has previously. I want to say. Okay. It's just something about, like, I feel like when I was following her on Twitter and Instagram, I don't know if she deleted her Twitter or what, but it seemed like a lot of her content used to be a lot more like, you know, I love God, you don't love God, what's wrong with you type of thing, which Mm. nothing wrong with that if that's your thing. But then for Wakanda Forever, all the press that she was doing, it was really giving like baby dyke energy. It was... Mm-hmm. It was a lot of, you know, t- tailored suits and fly ass glasses. Yum. And then, you know, she got that short haircut that looks so good on Gorge. her. So Gorge. all the lesbians have been trying yeah. not to do too much, but also being like, I think I see you, girl. Yeah. And, Ooh. So, Ooh. and so Ooh. to have a known homosexual grinding all yeah. over you and like, it just seems I see why people ran with it. Maybe not that far, but I see why they thought that I do. Yeah, because of course people are gonna run with whatever. It just seemed like two people having fun in a club together, and yeah. I thought it was really cute. And even if she did eat that heart shaped herb, <laughs> that's none of y'all's goddamn business. And mind your motherfucking. Thank you very. And we all know she swallowed that herb and gained the I also powers. Also, something from Kaylani saying that she like was assaulted at a show recently. Oh my god, yes, I was gonna talk about that, that during the read, but that is the most horrific. We can. That is the scariest shit. Yeah, we can. Isn't it? Okay. Like, people are... Anyway, yeah. Um, so, Lufus. What is going on with the topics this week? <laughs> what is going on? I'm just talking about what y'all was talking about. Like, this is the shit that was on the internet. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not spilling tea. Yeah. Like, this is, this You're right. Things. You're right. So... 
apparently the girlies have been talking about Lil Fizz and his intimates because he may or may not have um he has an OnlyFans where he posts the the nudes. Oh. Um and apparently some uh photos of his elephant trunk had um well Please. if you want to call it that, I don't know what the size was given. I was gonna say I didn't but, see it, um, so I can't I can't speak to that. Apparently some dick pics leaked earlier this year. But now they're saying his clappers came to the front because um apparently there are photos of a kiss from his rose on the internet. Mm-hmm. I don't really I didn't see anything. I just saw like a truckload of reactions to it because mm-hmm. of course. Um I gotta say, this era of like celebrities having OnlyFans uh shit or whatever is really interesting because <laughs> it's like you do it and you post your nudes like consensually I guess for a, a check but then they leak because mm. of course they do and then everyone makes a big deal about it like I don't know I just think that if Lil Fizz is posting his booty haul on OnlyFans leave him alone like he's doing it for my, like it's it's for probably because people want to see his booty hole like i don't i don't you know but that's because i'm on the other side of the on the other side of the gay oh, the seesaw <laughs> most of the time i mean like i don't 80 percent of the time you 80 even if it were a booty hole that i will even like it wouldn't be lofus I wouldn't. I'm not interested in little fizz booty hole. I'm really not you know interested I mean? in anybody's. I don't want to see nobody's. But I did see the I'm video. Growing. <laughs> I did I'm growing. See, I did see the video of him, you know, or whoever that was, clenching and unclenching. Oh, there's, there's they a were gift? they were kegling. No, it's a video, and then somebody was doing that kegel show. Oh well, that's healthy. <laughs> Letting that thing, you know, <laughs> get a little workout in. So work out but Absolutely. i just i mean i don't i didn't really care about that i just and i didn't know he had an only fans i thought maybe it leaked mm-hmm. from his from his iCloud or something um but yeah no he has an only fans account i'm just like oh my god like it's just a butthole like who cares like like that's what only fans is about like why does it matter like mm-hmm. i don't know i guess i get it i do get it but like at the same time like it would be way more. And I probably wouldn't even talk about it if it weren't on his OnlyFans. But to me, it's like, this is sex work. If it really is him on And he his... said it's not. Oh, he said it's not. Yeah. He said on Instagram. Okay, then what that's... the fuck are we even talking about? You brought it up. <laughs> I didn't even see that part. He just said on Instagram that he didn't, well, not just, but yeah, he said that, like, he didn't even, that ain't even his shit. So, I think that's just, you know, people saw a light skin area. But don't OnlyFans videos and and pictures, they usually have a tag on them. I wouldn't know. Yeah, no. OnlyFans (laughs) videos, hold on. They have, like, the OnlyFans branding on it? Because here's... 
I, because I'm not going to go looking for it. Like, I don't care to see it. But, like, usually mm. OnlyFans content has a little tag on it that will say the person's URL or whatever. So if it is shared, you can be like, oh, this is where I can go to subscribe to this. Mm, I see. But at the same time, I'm sure it's nothing to go and just put that on a video or a video or a picture of a butt crack. So Yeah. Well, I just found it again. I think I had it <laughs> I had it no, saved. You <laughs> yeah, you did. It's saved. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, mm. I had a feeling it was gonna come back. Was up. there a tag on there? It kind of looks like at the bottom, like it's very blurred out, maybe, but it, there's nothing clear again, and it's just a hairy booty hole. Here's my thing. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay, if anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. I'm going to move on. I don't care no more. Like, girl, if you put your booty hole up on OnlyFans or whatever, girl, like, stand on that. If it's not you, then, girl, stop playing with people. Like, who cares? The yeah. butt crack. Like, it's just, like, sex. Like, who, like, oh, my God. Can people just, like... People do too much behind this sort of thing. Like, even if it was him, like you said, then that just means... No, again, 
that somebody wanted to see his booty hole and he went to see it flexing. That's what I'm saying. And most of the motherfuckers who are subscribing to these things, aren't they not like male? I feel like it's not like a lot of women who are subscribing to guys only. I feel like it isn't either because I feel like men are dangerously horny. <laughs> and yeah, well, we are. Not that there are none because, I mean, there are definitely some dykes putting out OnlyFans content, but fully, I feel like most and plenty, uh, yeah, most OnlyFans subscribers are probably men, and I think I think what the real issue here is that people aren't talking about, or the issue is that they just assume a nigga showing booty hole must be gay. So I think mm-hmm. it's it's just adding to the rumors and the controversy and everything that's been going on about them for so long. It's like, oh my God, this nigga is gay. This is why I just want to like, I'm in it to like, I mean, I'm I'm in an era where I just want to have like fun, enjoy my friends, enjoy my life. Yeah. Eat carbs, Mm -hmm. travel, and just have the time of my life that I can while I'm still here. My friend Mm -hmm. just passed away. Like, I just want to live because some of y'all so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I didn't know that's where you were going with it. <laughs> that, like, I can't be promised <sighs> freedom in my lifetime. <laughs> I can't be promised peace. Amen. That's true. You know, as far as society or civilization mm-hmm. uh, is concerned in my lifetime. So I got to do what I got to do. Because right. if y'all still thinking, like, a nigga taking a picture of his booty hole for coins. Yeah. For any reason, really. But for coins? Yeah. I mean, and he also said it's not him. I feel like that's easily verifiable. That the people who subscribe to his OnlyFans would have been able to log on and see that video if it was on his OnlyFans. So, yeah. I just, okay. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Clearly, people just want to see buttholes. They do. And you know what? To that. Y'all want to see hole. (laughs) (laughs) Mama 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 To the weenus Now see if he was taking it to the weenus Woo That would be something else Then we would have had something to talk about Speaking of clacking a fucking fan Beyonce finally shipped my damn fan Finally Bitch I just got my rolling tray I just got mine like the other day and then they sent me an email today saying my fan is on the way. I'm like, girl, it is she about still me them tiny time, hats. Giselle. <laughs> what hats? Mm-hmm. She, she, oh, got like a, she had like a set of uh, shiny uh, cowboy hats. Okay. Tiny, oh, I didn't Tiny order. glittery cowboy hats. I didn't order those. No, this email was like, finally, the last thing that you ordered is being shipped, girl. Finally. Why did you order everything? But... Yeah, last thing that shipped um, for me, it was the rolling tray. And the confirmation just said, girl, here. (laughs) Oh, yes. You said you didn't get a fan. And that's why I picked up an extra one for you. And I got to send that extra rolling (gasps) tray to Shariel. Nigger. Did did you? We had a conversation about this in like July. (laughs) That was probably high. Yeah, it's fine. We know we've both gotten drunk since then, but. Yes, I ordered a few fans because some of y'all did not have access. Um, Puff Daddy Combs has apparently created a new child with a person. Lord God. Um, a living baby. Uh, 
by Diddy Combs. He tweeted the following just a few days ago on Saturday. He said, I'm so blessed to welcome my baby girl, Love Sean Combs, to the world. And it's just one more time. I'm so blessed to welcome my baby girl, Love Sean Combs, to the world. Mama Combs, Quincy, Justin, Christian, Chance, Delilah, Jesse, and myself all love you so much. God is the greatest. This is his seventh child, a baby girl named Love Sean Combs. Mm -hmm. The name of someone whose mama is clearly set for life because she agreed to this. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, the baby mama is... uh, a 28-year-old woman named Dana Tran. Um, she apparently has deleted social media recently. But, hey, how um, old you're old? <laughs> 28, according to TMZ. Oh. So take it to leave it. Okay. Uh, they say she works in cybersecurity and is based in South South, Carol- South California. I don't. Okay. So, obviously, y'all went to Young Miami's page and started harassing her about it because, you know, she's known to be running the streets with uh, with Puffy and pouring Ciroc Brown or whatever his cognac is called down his throat or, and partying and twerking and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Young Miami have the following to, to say. Carisha said, I'm nobody's side, bitch. Let's just make this clear on this good Monday. I don't come second to no bitch. Uh, I'm not doing this one because I don't want to... I mean, I'm not saying this tweet because I don't want to mention that person. Um, Bitches be like, I can never. I can, bitch, and that's the difference. Oh, God. (laughs) Diddy won't even look half y'all bitches' way. Majority of y'all praying upon a falling star, bitch, please. And I'm not mad. I'm trending next. Shut up. Um... There were more tweets than this. Oh, yeah, see. there are a lot. Praying upon a falling star. What does that even mean? I don't know. What I, are you trying I, to say to us right now? promise you I have no <laughs> idea. Like, no. Oh, Carisha. I mean, I never thought you were the side bitch or anything like that because I never thought y'all were in a relationship. And that is the actual tea on this Not ever, not ever, not one time did I think you were in an exclusive romantic relationship with that 53-year-old man. Not ever. I just thought you were pretty and he buys you things and maybe y'all fuck around sometimes and you have a good time. I didn't even think that. Maybe, maybe. But that was it. Like I honestly thought that she was a pretty girl (laughs) with some nice tits and some nice hips that keeps him up past four on the weekends. (laughs) So so is, sincerely, someone I mean, to keep him up and feeling young and like awake. I never mm-hmm. thought that they had anything more than a very tight friendship. I don't believe that his penis has ever seen her vagina. And mm-hmm. everything about that is okay. And also speaks to why she's not pressed about this situation. She's not pressed. And why she doesn't consider herself a side bitch because she's not on the side or the front or the back. They home. Right, right. Well, I mean, now I don't know about all that, but I agree. I never thought that they were in any kind of exclusive anything. I just, 
didn't understand her whole, I don't want to call it a Twitter rant, but I just didn't understand her going back and forth with that other girl that she was beefing with before. Oh, they still have words with each other. She threw shade and then shade back and then, oh my God. Right. And I was just like, but I thought, (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I, I thought you didn't care and you was unbothered and none of these hoes can touch you and all this, like. I feel like sometimes y'all say that and then your your actions say the exact literal opposite. But still, I feel like the only way you were really invested in this is if you thought that the two of them, that Diddy and Carisha, were like actually a couple. And I don't know why anybody would have thought that. Mm-mm-mm. Any further thoughts? Because Oh, wait, let me say, tell you what Diddy said. Oh, okay. He said... Um, you was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Because <laughs> you know where I'm, where I'm ready to be. Yes. I Young you Miami know. 305 is not my side chick. Never has been, never will be. She's yeah. very important and special to me. And I don't play about my shoddy wop. I hate that. You're so old. I don't old. discuss. Like, like, like. You're so old. Old enough to be her daddy. <laughs> I don't discuss things on the internet and I will not start today except for today when you started. (laughs) So think what you want, but know that if you do something to hurt mine, I'm going to come to your house and we're going to talk about it like human beings love. All right. That's that. Oh, okay. Sure. I mean. So Carisha Police is streaming on wherever you can get. Revolt. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I just saw, you know, the whole back and forth with academics and, academics that's you know i'm I pretty sure that's yes to avoid oh just kidding sorry well that was the story really was that because that's yeah. that's what diddy you know that's what his whole statement was about you know like watch your mouth and so whatever i still think it's kind of weird that this man in his early 50s be creeping on girls in their late 20s like that's still a little eh to me i don't really love it but you know <sighs> Uh, they do they do and like Carisha said oh bitch is talking about what they won't do what they can't do but bitch I will you right about that (laughs) and you living a totally different life than I am and if you like it I fucking love it for you girl have fun have fun he ain't get you pregnant didn't you're good did not that's none of my business (laughs) at all this I have no problems with I never even considered Carisha's feelings in this situation because I never thought this was a problem for her. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. And did, did, wasn't this baby born like around Halloween or something? Yeah, I, I don't even th- I think the baby been, been here. Yeah, I, I don't. Carisha probably been knowing that he had a baby coming yeah. this whole, all year long, as, as long as yes. that girl been pregnant. So, yes. So, yeah, you know, but the internet, people get turned up and I don't know. They start reading into stuff and deciding that it means something that it clearly does not. Like, really, if you are a grown ass person who thought that Puff Daddy and Carisha were an exclusive r- romantic relationship dating one another. Seriously, like pursuing long term partnership. Raise your fucking hand so I can slap you. Because why? Mm. That's all. That's all I have to say about it. (sighs) Drake has a new piece of jewelry that he purchased for himself by way of 
a jeweler, Alex Moss in New York. Uh, the pieces. weariness on your face. <laughs> because what? So the piece is called Previous Engagements. It's uh, allegedly around 351.38 carats in diamonds. And that is because this apparently consists of 42 engagement rings representing all of the times Drake thought about it, but never did it. It being proposing marriage to who the fuck ever. Yeah. So now he's got a big old engagement ring necklace that, I mean, I think it's, I think it's ugly, but that's Mm. like, I don't like the shape of it, but but like, as far as a statement, um, just in, in, as far as wealth and beauty goes, stunning. Yeah. Quite stunning. Like, um, (laughs) it's very, very pretty to look at in terms of the size of the diamonds and um, the glamour of it. I wish it was a different shape, but um, I'm just like, okay, let me imagine myself the dime diva that Drake is attempting to court next. Okay. And he's wearing this necklace that represents 40 fucking two times <laughs> that he thought about proposing oh, to someone God. and then changed his mind. Why would I? You're 36 years old. Huh. You're 36 years old. When you're that rich, I guess you just find ways to just throw it at the wall. I thought the Must be nice. I thought the necklace was fine. What uh, I I think my one of my issues with Drake is that every time he does something, I have a hard time believing that it's genuine. So even this, I just feel like he wanted a necklace and was like, and I'm finna tell niggas that like it's designed after all these girls that I would have wanted to marry and then didn't like I feel like he does things just to get a reaction mm -hmm. out of everybody like nigga name the 42 girls that you thought about proposing marriage to I just don't believe it I don't believe it the same way he just said that the last three albums are a trilogy or whatever the fuck girl 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 that was my idea shut up I'm sorry. I just, everything about Drake seems to be like manufactured to fit the image that he's been putting out there of like the lovable kind of goofy, but still, you know, a little sexy when you want him to be (laughs) biracial nigga who's kind of harmless, but also wants you to think he's a thug and, you know, is really like, I just feel like everything he does is to support that image. And so, yeah, he knew that y'all was absolutely going to go ape shit over the idea that he had 42 engagement rings sitting around somewhere, which he never said, but knew that y'all was going to think it. And and that, or that, like, literally he was, he's 36 years old. 42 women. It's just the shape of it makes me want it to, like, go down the belly and then, like, come, it's like, you know, like those beach belly chains that, mm-hmm. like, come down? Like, yeah. it, it's giving me that. Like, just make, like, I don't know. 
Make it a little longer? Yeah, I don't know. Just a little longer and then go around the hips. I think he was like, let me commission a new chain or a new necklace. And I know yeah. exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to fuck these bitches up with this one. And that's exactly what happened. It's lovely. It's lovely and it's pretty. apparently belongs I mean, to I like it. I like it. I can't yeah, imagine how much it costs. Gorgeous. I w- I'm sick to think about how much money that necklace costs. Not but, interested. Please don't tell me. But yeah, okay, girl. I just don't believe it. Out of the backstory, I don't care. You could have just worn it somewhere, and that would have been fine. Um. Last but not least, the uh, Tory Lanez Megan Thee Stallion trial has begun. Ooh, it's already a hot mess. It is. Um. I'm not even gonna get into it. If you guys would like any information, you can go and look it up. Like <laughs> I don't like. It's. You Please know, go go look it up from a legal reporter and not one of these niggas with a blog. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I would I would encourage that. Um, it's not hard either. Now that, you know, peep judge and prosecutor and defender and all these people are in the room and the press, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's not just Twitch. Um, you yeah. can go and get the information. I just, it's very exhausting for me and I'm ready to just get the verdict or whatever and move on with my life. Yeah, I followed it today and I was like, you know what? I cannot do this every day that this that this trial yeah, is no. going on because it's no, it, it's endlessly frustrating. Like, it was pissing me off. And I have things to do. I can't be sitting on the internet mad for four hours because of... Move, move, <laughs> move right on with my life. Move it, move it. All of that. Like... Kelsey dumbass gotta go. Tori dumbass gotta go. Niggas who just hate Megan, hate women, hate black women, mad at whatever, like all of that has got to go. Y'all cannot be stressing me out. I just, I can't take it. So I'm rooting for Meg and, and wishing for the absolute best for her, but I will not be dialed in every day with that fucking trial no more. I can't do it. Sorry, I can't. One day, and it drove me the fuck crazy. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. I blocked so many. I blocked like a hundred people on Twitter today. I said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, let me get off this fucking website." Nope, nope, nope. Wishing my girl the best. That's it for the hot tops this week. We're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back and read your letters, Snicker. When you want the best, you have to act quickly, or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So, what's the best way to do that? We've told you, it's your girl ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now, you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com/slash/the-read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right y'all we're back and it is time for listener letters yes it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show we have a couple of updates our first one comes from matessa i don't think i gave her a fake name um but she was the one who uh just found out about her adopted sister and didn't know about the sister. And so she was like, what am I supposed to do? And we told her like, chill out and don't go. I definitely gave her a fake name when I did it. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) sorry. She didn't put it in there. I didn't remember it, but um, she said, thanks for reading my letter. I'm not sure if my sisters listened to the show or not, but funny enough, the Saturday after the letter was read, I got a text from Essence saying that she was with my sister, Brittany, and she was going to tell her all about me. And then an hour later, I got a FaceTime call from both of my sisters. I was so excited. I was literally shaking. I'm glad I was patient and didn't jump the gun. Thank you all again for your help. Oh, yay. Whether reading this letter on the show put everything in motion or not, I'm grateful that I got my Christmas wish. Love you so much. Um, And yeah, whatever the fake name was. I'm so happy that worked out for you. <laughs> I guess it don't matter now. No, because she didn't say to give her a fake name in the emails. And she didn't give me the fake name in the follow-up. So, because I looked for it <laughs> and Aww. didn't find it. Well, I'm glad that that worked out for you. Yes. Yay. Beautiful, beautiful ending. And yeah, girl, glad you listened and, and chilled out and, and everything worked out for the best. We also have an update Yay. from Lisa. If you remember Lisa... I was scammed by a nigga who said he was her guardian angel and God couldn't afford to give him a place to stay. How can I fucking forget? This nigga said he didn't, God didn't have credentials because apparently there's not a king ghost in heaven. This nigga said God didn't have a P card. (laughs) So, okay, but anyway. Lisa said, the day before y'all read my letter, I had broken things off with with Gabe. Grief absolutely clouded my judgment beyond belief. And... To add insult to injury, I found out that he had four outside families all in this area. (sighs) Gabe posted me on his Instagram stories one day and one of his kids' mothers reached out to me saying they had been looking for him for weeks and that he is mentally unstable. And as soon as I read that, I gave her my address and informed her exactly where she could find him. In the two hours it took her to get to me, I moved everything of value out of my apartment and went to my mama's house 15 hours away since my lease is expiring. During that long drive, I was able to listen to the show from the very beginning and somewhere in between y'all not thinking Trump would get the nomination. (laughs) 
Oh God! Why you bring up painful Leave old shit? Long. God damn! Like, God damn! Haven't we been through enough? Actually, huh? <sighs> um, Fury mentioned a book called The Four Agreements. In that book, it spoke about how nothing simply stops existing; only the form changes. And I feel like it was exactly what I needed to hear to pick myself up and keep going. I want to thank you both yeah. for being the beautiful beams of light that you are, and I hope your human experience is a great one. With more love and gratitude than I could ever express, Lisa. Mom. Well, I don't know what that was. (laughs) Lisa, uh, I'm glad that you realized you need to break up with this man before the episode even aired. Um, Amen. And I'm glad you got the the fuck up out of there, girl. Um, And thank you for the kind words. Uh, very much appreciated. Yes, and if we've read your letter recently and you have an update, especially, you know, if you talked big shit about your friend's dead boyfriend and now the rest of your friends are not talking to you no more, hint, hint, I'm waiting on mm. you. Every week I log in and I'm waiting for you <laughs> to tell me what's going on and you just never do. But uh, yeah, send an update and let us know what happened. But let's get right into the letters this week. Um. This first one is from Patricia, who says, about a month ago, my boyfriend loaned me his old MacBook that he got from work. Just a few days ago, my brother said he was in a carjacking. And since the laptop was in the car, it was also lost. However, the story didn't make sense because when I tried looking for the computer on Find My Friends, the profile on the MacBook had already been deleted. I I investigated further only to find out that my brother tried to sell the laptop to a pawn store in our area and went as far as to break the car window to make his story believable. This bitch. I have opened a case of theft so that it can be thoroughly investigated because my brother continues <laughs> to deny selling the laptop. And I'm honestly at a point where I'm ready to cut this nigga off. My brother and I are really close, but I am so tired of tolerating behavior from him that I wouldn't tolerate from anybody else. I told my boyfriend about this whole situation and he has been distant ever since. I'm also going through some other personal issues that my boyfriend is aware of, but he has still chosen to detach and be emotionally unavailable. This weekend was supposed to be our one-year anniversary, but he canceled it because he said he can't be in a cele- in a celebratory mood with everything that's happened. Oh. I completely understand where he's coming from, but I also need him right now, and I feel like the situation has shown me that his love is conditional and he lacks empathy, and there might be nothing left to salvage after this. I don't know if I'm just overreacting or if I should leave this nigga once I've sorted out the situation with my brother. Please help. I look forward to hearing your advice. Thanks, Patricia. Patricia sounds like you've got it all figured out. What do you say, Crystal? Uh, I don't think she has it all figured out at all. <laughs> I think um, I I don't think you're overreacting necessarily, but I do think you're being a little harsh with your boyfriend. I kind of felt for oh. him. I do. Yes. Sorry. Um, but I think you're I think you're doing a touch much. Like you said he loaned you a MacBook that he got from work. That means he has to like he is responsible for that computer. Oh that's not his old MacBook. Like that's his job's you MacBook. Said loan. Yeah, he didn't give you that. He let you borrow that. And then here come your crazy ass brother to steal and pawn this shit. And like, okay. it's just gone. Like, so I can understand your brother, your brother, your boyfriend being like, oh, my nerves are really worked right now. 
Like, I am really irritated. And she had put, you know, in like other parts of this letter that this is not the first time her brother has stolen some shit from her or this sort of thing. So I think I understand his being distant. Like you said, he's emotionally unavailable. I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You said like, now you see that his love is conditional, but his love should be conditional. (laughs) There should be things that we don't tolerate from people, um, and, and that are unacceptable. I don't know necessarily that. See, yeah, that's, that's where I'm debating. Like, I think. If I were your if I were your boyfriend, my issue would really be with your brother. But also you said like you're at a point where you're ready to cut him off and like y'all are close, but like, you know, I don't tolerate this from nobody else. Why am I tolerating from him? Like, if <laughs> if your brother stole my work computer that I'm going to have to be responsible for replacing. I'm going to need a lot more than like, oh, I don't know what to do about my brother. Like, because at this point, I feel like now you're valuing your relationship with your brother over my things, which is fine. That's not even necessarily unreasonable. I feel like most people would. But I also can't fault him for being like, I can't continue to be put in a situation where like your relationship with your brother is going to cause me harm. So... So, yeah, I don't necessarily think you're overreacting. And I also don't necessarily think you should leave him. I think you should talk to him about the way you're feeling, that you think that he lacks empathy and that he's withdrawing emotional support from you right now, because that is something to talk about. Like that is that is definitely something. And and maybe that conversation would reveal more along those lines. But just based off what you've given us here, I would I would try to be more understanding to the situation your boyfriend is in right now. Cause that's pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucked up. I wouldn't want to be on the hook for a two thousand dollar computer that your brother stole from me either. Like, <laughs> I would, I would be pretty pissed. I would not feel like celebrating an anniversary around that time. Like, I'm just, I, I understand that, but a conversation is that's necessary. Fair. A conversation is also necessary because even if y'all are going through something, that doesn't mean that, you know, he should withdraw completely from the relationship. (laughs) Like there does still need to be some emotion, some warmth, some openness, some willing to communicate, some willingness to communicate there. So I guess you're right. Oh, cause what was you going to say? Lead that nigga. (laughs) Fuck that nigga. (laughs) Fuck you talking about? Bitch, he's so mad at that. Oh my God. Yes, I was going to do all of that, but you're totally right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're totally right I don't know why it's part of like girl bitch shut the fuck up open your ears and listen <laughs> I totally like I thought that he gave her the computer Mm-mm, no he loaned it he loaned her yeah so that's 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 pretty bad that's yeah. pretty bad yeah. and I think at the very least he is allowed to be like not into having a party <laughs> or going to especially if your brother is invited like if your brother's still coming around and shit, like, no, I don't want to party. Yeah, I don't want to go to dinner right now. I'm a little bit upset. You have to let me get out my feelings because, yeah. you know, I maybe don't have, you know, $60 for a steak <laughs> because I owe 2000 for the computer that your yeah. brother fucking stole. <laughs> 
I had to cancel our anniversary weekend because unfortunately all of my extra cash now has to go to replacing the computer that he stole from me. I hope you understand. Like, but also, but also I will say I, I tend to be emotionally a little difficult in relationships. So this may be, you know, my advice may not necessarily be the best (laughs) because I acknowledge that it's easy for me to withdraw affection if somebody rubs me the wrong way or pisses me off somehow. So really? <laughs> oh, can you believe? <laughs> so shocked. Stunning. <laughs> oh my. Couldn't God. believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, baby. Ask my exes. <laughs> Ask my situationships. It is a little too easy for oh, me to I be like. To. <laughs> it's a little too easy for me to be like. Oh, uh, uh-uh. nope. <laughs> Fuck mm. this air, you. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I just think a couple of really honest, deep conversations with your man will hopefully um, make it clear to you which direction you need to go in. But either way, you definitely got to do something about your brother, girl, because. <laughs> That's garbage. That is garbage. Look at the situation. Yeah, not he got you in. That is so fucking messy. Um, but yeah, babe, Patricia. <laughs> oh, I'm practice my accent. Best of luck. Um, our next letter. <clears throat> wait, never mind. Because the vibe, it's it's not an encouraging one. And so I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna just do it normal. Our next letter comes from hmm should I do Harry or or so no well yes it's Harry like Harry and Hermione okay so Harry says I'm a 30 year old black woman and my two best friends Ron and Hermione started dating this summer I've been friends with Ron since middle school and I've known Hermione since college Over the summer, they became close, and since then, they've had me all the way fucked up. (laughs) Ron lives in the same city as I do, and we hang out and smoke regularly. Hermione lives an hour away, and we still talk on the phone regularly and hang out when our schedules allow. Since they met one day and started hanging out more, I feel like I have become the third wheel. Anytime I hang out with either of them, the other one is always there. One time I drove up to see Hermione, and Ron was also there. It started off great until until they started acting all coupley. I fell asleep in Hermione's bed. They fell asleep on the couch and she lives in a studio apartment. So you can only imagine how I felt waking up to my two friends fucking each other across the room while I slept. That is pretty gross. (laughs) I felt uncomfortable and anxious and needed to leave. So I grabbed my shit and drove an hour home at 3 a.m. Three weeks passed and I didn't hear a single thing from either one of them. I hit both of them up because I felt like we should have a conversation Ron started caping for Hermione and told me that I've been acting crazy, but he's been trying to give me grace because I've been through a lot this year. Hermione, on the other hand, says she felt where I was coming from. But when we did try to hang out again, Hermione got drunk and tried to force me and Ron to speak. That obviously did not work out. At this point, I'm tired of the both of them and I'm tired of telling these motherfuckers how I feel. I think I'm doing all the work. And while I do consider these two to be very close friends, I'm ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Am I wrong to walk away from these friendships since I feel like they've essentially picked their six-month relationship over our individual years of friendship? Have y'all been through anything like this? What would you do? Thanks, Harry. 
Okay, I'm trying to like really process what I just listened. Yeah, no, there's to a lot going on. If you have if you have questions, <laughs> if you have questions, I'm here to help. You and this nigga been friends since high school. You and this motherfucker been friends since college. They met, started fucking. Now they're all friends and cute and cuddly, and you feel like the third wheel. And so now you don't like them. <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> and because you stayed at their house one time and they were fucking in the same room that you was in, and they ain't say nothing yes. to you about it. And Harry doesn't get to hang out with either one of them one-on-one anymore. It's always like the two of them as a couple. Yeah. I would just be like, um, hey, I don't even know if I would want to waste my time. I don't know how I would communicate it. I'll just be like, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you two obviously seem to be having a blast with one another. Great. And that's because of me. You're all you're all welcome. For that. Um, and I hope that you continue to do that (laughs) on this popsicle stick raft that I built for you as I ship you (laughs) off out into the horizon. Oh, look at you go. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) See you next time. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Like you can leave. So I don't have I'm 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 not interested. That's you know, excessive. Uh-huh. The whole like, oh now we've been friends since fucking high school and I can't Middle hang school. out with you now. Middle school, I'm sorry. Yeah. We've been friends since we were kids <laughs> and I can't hang out with you one on one anymore because yeah. You're fucking my other friend. It doesn't matter who it was. It could be whoever the fuck shot John. But it also happens to be my other friend that I introduced to you. Do you think that because I'm also friends with this person that I want to hang out with all three of you, all, all three of us at the same time? Yeah, not really. Because I don't. <laughs> not That's really. Not no. That's wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Am I wrong to walk away from these friendships since no. I feel like they've picked their six-month relationship over our... I mean... I mean, if you feel like it's that bad, then, you know, do whatever you feel. I uh, I think I would just... You said that you're tired of telling them how you feel, but I think I would... I don't see you, like, explicitly saying, I'm, I don't want to hang out with y'all as a fucking couple and watch y'all do couple shit like and it's just me over here painting my toenails and y'all over there sucking each other's dicks or whatever like I don't I'm uncomfortable like (laughs) I would love to hang out with you Ron my friend Hermione my homegirl from college like I would love to just have some individual time with my friends like I don't think that's unreasonable and it's also very common for people to get in relationships and then be all up under whoever it is they're dating to the point where their other relationships kind of get neglected. So it's very true. I don't think I would go so far as to be like, fuck this. I'm not going to be friends with neither one of y'all no more. But if it's like really causing you this much pain, then I think it's fine to just kind of emotionally remove yourself. My favorite thing to do. (laughs) 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 Mama, mama, mama. One thing about me. (laughs) 
I'm going to take a fucking step back and reevaluate. And I think that's fine to do. And just be like, okay, right now these niggas is all, I mean, they are just all up each other's birth canals and give it a few more months. They'll probably simmer down and things won't be quite so clingy, but. That's true too. Yeah. You know, I just think it's kind of, yeah, kind of typical of people in new relationships. They be all, I mean, they just be obsessed with each other and yeah, it can make the people that you've always known feel really left out. So I feel for you, Harry, but I don't think it necessarily has to be the end. Agreed. All right. Where are we? Should we do another one or should we leave it there? I'm going to leave that entirely up to you. Um, well, here's one that is mainly directed towards me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you don't have to do too much talking. <laughs> Comes from Zoe, who says, To get right to the chase, my dad was extremely abusive growing up. He would verbally, physically, and mentally abuse every member of my family while also openly cheating on my mom. Subsequently, I married, I married a man who is exactly like him. And after almost 10 years of marriage, I am now a week away from being divorced. Yay! We're celebrating my divorce! <laughs> I've been in therapy this entire year trying to heal from all this trauma, and it has been life-saving for me. However, I keep leaving the door cracked for both my dad and my soon-to-be ex-husband to re-enter my life. A part of me is hoping and praying that they've seen the light and are ready to make changes for the sake of having a cordial relationship, but every time I'm left defeated, disappointed, and distraught. This question might be mostly for Crystal, but how are you able to just completely cut yourself off from the toxic members of your family, never to look back? I'm desperate to break the generational curses in my family. I have five-year-old twins who are old enough to see the violence and toxicity from my ex and have started making comments about it, just like I used to do with my own mom. How are you able to disconnect from this from the past and ignore the manipulation to stay grounded in the person that they are and always have been. Any words of advice and encouragement are appreciated. Love you both. Thanks, Zoe. Girl, uh, I needed a trigger warning. Oh, um, perhaps. Yikes, you guys. Uh, that was sad if you heard it. But um, yeah, what, what do I have to say? What are, where are the questions here? How are you able to just completely cut yourself off? Okay. Yes. Well, everybody knows that I cut my dad off a few years ago. Um, and I have to say it was, it was not a struggle for me to do that. It was something I had thought about for a very long time, but when it came down to actually doing it, it wasn't that it wasn't hard at all. <laughs> and I mean, it also is true that we weren't particularly close anyway. He would, call or text me like every blue moon but it, we weren't you know it's not like I went home for the holidays and he was there or it's not he and my mother had been divorced for a very long time so it's not like I ever really had to have him in my life anyway so making that decision to be like you know what I'm officially done with your ass was really not that much of a struggle for me um but if you don't feel like I don't know I kind of think you said you keep leaving the door cracked for your dad and your ex-husband. You might have to leave it cracked for your ex-husband since he is the father of your children. Um, and so I would just say as far as that's concerned, to make sure that you're prioritizing the health and safety of your kids and yourself above all else. And so as long as he is 
Ugh, never mind. I don't want to give any ultimatums or make any absolute statements, but as the mother, you're probably going to have primary custody of these kids. So do what is best for your children. Uh, and, and, you know, what legally you are allowed to do. That's kind of a different thing. You probably want to talk to a family lawyer, a family therapist about that. But as far as your dad goes, I, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like I don't really relate to a bunch of this because nobody tried to convince me to keep him in my life. <laughs> nobody. Nobody who has known that man or me for any significant amount of time thought that it was best for me to keep my father in my life. Everybody was super supportive of my decision. And yeah, for me, it was just that I had just, I had simply reached a point where I was not willing to entertain the bullshit no more. Like I wasn't willing to pretend that things were better than they actually had been. I wasn't willing to pretend that he was a better father than he was. And so that's really what led to everything kind of falling apart. Me no longer being able to keep up that pretense the way I have been taught to do all my life. So I would just say do what feels right to you just because you can't stand your father or you have a lot of issues with him or your ex-husband doesn't necessarily mean that you need to cut them off either. Like going no contact with a family member is is difficult for a lot of people to do and it's you know, rare compared to other forms of boundaries because of how hard it is. And so maybe there's something that works better for you. Like maybe you can draw lines around like when you'll be around them, what conversations you'll have, that kind of thing. But yeah, I'm I'm glad you're seeing a therapist. I would say keep talking to your therapist about it and, and find what what works for you. And keep in mind that you can always change your mind. You can always say, mm, this was working for me and now it's not like, and and trust that the sicker you get of they shit, the better you will feel about whatever decision you make. So c- continue to prioritize yourself and your babies. Take care of yourself and, and, you know, give yourself a fucking pat on the back for recognizing that this was fucked up and taking steps to do what's right for you. Proud of you, babes. So, yeah. I think that's all I have to say about that topic. I feel like a lot of people have heard me talk about my relationship or lack thereof with my father. And this kind of question comes through a lot. And so I just want y'all to know that, like, you don't have to follow in my footsteps. You do what's right for you, your situation, you know, your family, your mental health and take care of yourselves as always. So that is going to wrap up the letters right there. If you have a question for us, send it to asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. 
Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the Power of Talking Out in Therapy Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the show, girlies. It is time for the read. Take it away, Chris L. Well, I do not have a lot to talk about today. Um, like you brought up in the topics very briefly, I did want to talk about what happened with Kalani. If you didn't know, oh, I guess probably another trigger warning. Sorry that I forgot to do that in the letter, but um. Kalani was performing in England last week and said that. <sighs> so I'll just I'll just read what she wrote. I've made video after video after video and deleted it because I don't want any video of me as angry, triggered, crying, upset as I am anywhere. I don't care how sexual you deem my music, my performances, my fun with my friends, dancing at clubs or me. That does not give any of you the right to cross the boundary, like sticking your hands up my skirt and pulling my underwear to touch my genitals as I am being escorted through a crowd after performing. So um, most of us know that Kalani has been a victim of sexual assault before. It's something that she's talked about, talked about openly. And I just want to say that even if she wasn't, like even if it's the first time that something crazy like this had ever happened to her, there is something extremely wrong with you stupid bitches who think that because Kalani is fine or because you're attracted to her or because she talks about or sings about sex and her music sometimes that you can go up her fucking skirt and put your hands down her drawers. Are you out of your fucking mind? Literally, who behaves this way? Who does this? And I know, I just know. I just know it's one of you raggedy ass dykes because it's something about Kalani and I get it. Like she's, yes, she's sexy. She's pretty. We all love her music and all this. But I've noticed that lesbians tend to think that like the lines of decency don't really apply to us because we're all girls. Like not everybody, obviously, but a lot of y'all tend to think that like, oh, things that would be, I don't know, criminal acts if anybody else did it is just like, you being drunk or high or having fun or whatever and we're all dykes and we're all gay and it's fun, blah, blah, blah. Baby, you need to be in fucking jail. Violating that girl like that. Like, violating that woman like that. That is a... Touching on her pussy, I would never perform again. That is so fucked up. Like, I just... I'm really struggling to find the words to to describe how y'all can... It's the entitlement to another person's body and feeling like you did absolutely fucking. I just don't with all my heart. And so I don't understand it. I'm so sorry, Kalani, that that happened to you. I'm so sorry that one of these thirsty ass bitches really thought it was okay to put their hands up your skirt. That's bad enough. Pulling her drawers down, touching her actual genitals. That is a human being. I know y'all like to act like celebrities don't really count as people. That is a person. Anywhere else, any other situation, you would have been outright arrested. Like, 
you lucky if they don't actually run the the fucking footage back and find your ass and press charges anyway. I would. They should. Because y'all got her absolutely fucked up. I just don't get behaving this way. I really don't. And it sickens me. It disgusts me. It makes me so sad. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, Kalani, I'm sorry that happened to you. Praying for you, girl. Um, and and wishing you luck in recovering and healing from that because, ugh, sometimes fans just take shit too far. And some, sometimes one person ruins it for everybody else. Everybody else who just paid their money to come to the show, took their COVID test or whatever else, just wanted to vibe out, have them a little blue water road moment kick it with their friends or their girlfriend or whatever, smoke some weed, have a good time at the Kalani show. And then here comes some weird old pervert freak bitch ruining it for the rest of the damn fans. Please stop being weirdos. Um, and I was also gonna, I was gonna cuss out Kelsey. I was, I was gonna talk about the Tory Lane's case and the, the stupid shit that this bitch said on the stand today, but actually I don't even want to get into the details of it. I will just say it's a special place in hell for women who will hurt other women in the pursuit of a nigga. And I try really hard to be empathetic. I try really hard to be understanding and, and to keep in mind, you know, Oh, we come from different backgrounds and different situations and people are, women are conditioned to really prioritize men and value male partnership and, Blah, 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 blah. Like, I try to do all that therapy shit. I really do. I try to keep all that shit in mind. And at the same time, it is something about you bitches who will give up any and everything, including your own fucking dignity and respect, your friends, the people who have loved you and held you down for years. It's something about you hoes that will give up everything you have behind a nigga that just, it turns my stomach and it pisses me off. Like, it actually angers me. It's something I really have to take a step back and like do some fucking breathing and remind myself that like everything is good because I just don't, I just don't. Y'all aggravate the fuck out of me with that. Like, yes, you. it's fine to desire partnership. It's, it's fine to desire desirability. It's fine to want to be wanted. But some of y'all go entirely too far in your pursuit of having a nigga and it's gross. And yes, I fully believe that that's what that girl is going through right now. Not even necessarily that she wants to be with Tory Lanez, because I'm pretty sure she has a baby by somebody else and all this. It's just this situation where some women, a lot of women, will do everything they can to take care of a man, to uplift a man, to protect a man, even when that man is dead fucking wrong and everybody knows it. Even when that man is blaming it on you so that you can say, no, it wasn't me. And the two of y'all together can create reasonable doubt and he'll get off and not be punished for doing something that we all know he did. It's just trifling and ugly and gross and wrong. And I just don't have no respect for women who act like that. You need help, but you're not getting it from me. You absolutely deserve therapy, treatment, healing and all that. But don't come over here looking at it from me because y'all piss me off and frankly disgust me. And that's and that's it. That's it. I'm really done. I told you I wasn't going to take up too much time. Okay. I don't want to take up too much time either. So I'll just get started. For the Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, now, I'm just going to cover what I've seen so far and what I was able to stomach, which, again, is not um, the full catch-up catch-up. 
Um, but I think it's just about enough. I'm only one episode behind at this point. So I just want to get started mm. um, by saying um, on the latest, I think this is season seven of The Real Housewives of Potomac, um, one of the newer uh, cast members, um, the light-skinned one with the skin that's made of fire and brimstone, she got into uh, a bit of a scuffle or an altercation down at Bar None in Miami, Florida, um, when she argued with fellow cast member Wendy, the Nigerian one, mm. over Peter Thomas. Now, how did Peter Thomas get into this? Because Peter Miss Peaches Thomas finds a way to get into every Real Housewives a storyline he, he possibly can. He, for whatever reason, when Mia, that is the new one, when she decides that she's going to take the group out on this trip to Miami, he tells Miss Mia Sashay Away Thornton that he has beef with Wendy. So I'm just going to start with Peter. Peter, you got beef with a woman again? What else is new? <laughs> you ain't tired of having beef with ladies? What the fuck? What kind of quote-unquote Jamaican even are you? I have beef with your motherfucking black ass for having these people come down here and you gonna pull this light-skinned girl to the side talk about some. I just had, I feel some type of way that she would show up to my restaurant in my city and she left me hanging. Which city? What city are you talking about? My, you couldn't possibly be talking about that, that city with the restaurant over there right off the bridge. Like, you couldn't possibly be talking about Miami. You mm -hmm. couldn't possibly be talking about my city because I'm really over y'all bitches moving down to Miami and opening, opening a little boutique or a restaurant or a, a food truck or whatever the fuck, and it gets a couple of hundred thousand followers or whatever the fuck, if that, and then all of a sudden, it's your city. No one claims you. Nobody knows you. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Furthermore, I've been to that motherfucking um, Tom Joyner cruise-ass, cat daddy-ass restaurant before and it was a waste of my time and my motherfucking coins that's what you can know so nobody's even really pressed to even be at your restaurant in my city bitch that's what you can know and i bet you wouldn't say that shit about uh baltimore i bet you wouldn't say that shit about baltimore like because i know you opened another restaurant or whatever out there say that shit about that city i bet you won't do it exactly thank you so you mad at this lady for what According to Wendy, well, according to Peter, she left him hanging after she approached him about opening a Nigerian restaurant and he sent a contract and then she ain't say nothing back. And then she popped up at a restaurant. According to Wendy and receipts that we saw via the, the TV, mm. Peter sent her a document to review. She asked to do a site visit of the whatever location. He sent back that he would see if they could do it. And she claims that's the last of they talked about it. So then it becomes when he said, she said. But here goes Miss Peter after addressing the whole table, including Wendy, who was sitting at it. He comes and goes, has an aside with the light-skinned girl and says, oh, I'm giving you tea to take back. That's a quote. Oh, my God. I'm giving you tea to take back? 
Peter, if you don't just go Girl. down the ocean <laughs> and get a sarong and then pull up a seat. What? <laughs> Does he think like, he, furthermore, is he, is he on the show? <laughs> if you felt some type of way, why didn't you address her yourself, pussy? She was right there. Why didn't you just go up to her and say uh, something or pull her to the side the way that you had in the side with the other girl and say what the fuck you had to say? Because you knew you didn't have nothing to say. You're kicking shit up mm-hmm. for no fucking reason and sending girls back to go and fight each other. That is the lamest type of nigga that exists. What? And so here like comes Sasha. Five years old doing all that. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? So here comes Sasha away with whatever information she thought it was that she had. And she already don't like Wendy for previous season garbage that ain't got nothing to do with nothing and hurling insults and whatnot. And let me say this for the record. I'm no Wendy fan. Wendy was one of the same women who was trying to light Monique's ass to the fire when Monique like got to it with Candace for something mm. similar to this, right? So like, eh, but right is right, wrong is wrong, wild is wild, and we already know what it is. So she comes back, sits down, is immediately shady, immediately side-eyeing Wendy, like immediately trying to start a conversation about some business that is not even motherfucking hers. Mm. So she says to Wendy that, oh, well, I was talking to Peter, and he's got beef with you, pointing out Wendy. So Wendy says, I don't have beef with men. So how does he, what is the beef? Immediately, Mia's response is, Wendy, don't start, because that's my fucking family. Don't start what? I don't, I'm, what are you fucking talking about, you fucking buffoon? <laughs> I don't have beef with this nigga. Because I didn't respond to a text. Now I have a beef with a grown ass, old ass man. Oh what are you God. what are you actually talking? Don't start what? You psycho? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh well, you could have told him if you were gonna come to his restaurant since Girl. you didn't say anything. But 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 first of all, we're doing a TV show. You're the one who motherfucking wanted to come to the restaurant. I'm on the cast. That's why we're here. I didn't pick this motherfucking restaurant, <laughs> sis. You did. That's why we're here. Furthermore, I don't have to tell this nigga that I'm coming to Miami to come to the motherfucking restaurant that he's at. That is strange. I'm a married woman. <laughs> Why the fuck should I text this nigga that's not my husband? Like, you know that this doesn't make any fucking sense. But you're trying to gaslight the girl sitting across from you and act like she's talking about some wild shit for saying that she has, like, no business or reason to call him and say anything to him about anything. You're just trying to start a fight and you know you don't have any motherfucking business. And so then you try to make it seem like she was attacking your husband and your relationship. So you threw a drink in her face. Girl. So now what am I going to do? I'm going to attack your husband and your fucking relationship because clearly that is a fucking sore spot and I'm not going to motherfucking stop. First of all, I mean, furthermore, if you're a quote-unquote familiar relationship with Miss Peaches was so goddamn important to you, then why are you throwing drinks and bags and shoes and shit at come his on. goddamn restaurant? Come on, come on. Even your own best friend when you got up from the table to go gossip with Miss Peaches talked about how dramatic and extra your ass is and that if you met as adults that you probably wouldn't even be friends. 
your best friend said that yeah. every single time that you're not in the same room your best friend is on equal footing but when you in the room she on your side <laughs> what does that say What does that say? You have no room to be calling anybody ghetto, to be calling anybody ratchet, because you're the one throwing drinks, you're the one throwing bags, you're the one standing up talking about, you know what, Wendy? You know what, Wendy? You throw a drink in my face, yes, I am going to come for you, and I'm going to come for your husband, and I'm going to come for your skin, and I'm going to come for them fucking body shop Sandy Elias dresses, and I'm going to come for your motherfucking wearing too much goddamn makeup, and I'm going to come for them teeth that are too spaced out. I'm coming for everything about your life oh, oh my i'm God. coming for everything about your life because how dare you now it's up what did you think this was you didn't have a fight here at all and you sound crazy for trying to fight with me over a, another nigga's business talking about it's just business if you didn't have the money then just say that sis do you what does that even mean what Shut the fuck up and mind your goddamn business, sis. You look (laughs) at a goddamn fool. Shut your ass up. You sound crazy. And you got with the got with because you didn't have two feet to stand on as far as this goddamn fight was concerned anyway. Then you want to try and go around and bully everybody else that even wanted to call Wendy or talk to Wendy or check in on a Wendy or whatever. What you need to do is focus on finding the right dermatologist to buff out your situation. Yikes. That's it. She's so stupid. Okay? She's so Because stupid. nobody can walk on cobblestone. Now, for Robin Never the Bride Dixon. <laughs> I know people can walk on cobblestone, but you know what the fuck. I, I, know. I, I, you blew me away with that one. <laughs> Robin, I have been wailing at Mount Olympus for years at this point, begging for information crying out for answers as to why you still exist on television. Say that. Sans storyline. Okay? As far as this particular incident is concerned, you telling someone that they're antagonistic while recording them during a fight is the most backwards, laughable shit that I've ever seen in ever one of my days. Okay, you admitted in your own interview that you only sided with me in this situation because you don't like Wendy. You're pathetic. It doesn't matter how many times you move or change your hairstyle. That man is never going to marry you. You lied about getting up. You lied about needing to be restrained during an argument your own damn self. And you tried to get Sharice's old weird ass on the phone to like back up your weird ass lie. And everybody can side with you. Why? Because you like scanning because you got green, blue, hazel, whatever the fuck eyes. It is your joke. You're a complete joke. Your podcast sucks. (laughs) You look like Chucky and Tiffany Valentine at the same goddamn time. You can't dress. Nothing about you is fucking interesting. Your phone is old. Your case is ugly. (laughs) You, like, everything about you is pathetic. 
Everything about you is pathetic. That man's never going to marry you. And we have been disinterested in that storyline. We don't care. We ha- we stopped caring about you getting married. You could actually get married like Blue Ivy could be could literally marry the two of you at at, at, at fucking at the, the Eiffel Tower and we wouldn't give a fuck at this point. Oof. Find some business, okay? That isn't trying to gatekeep other people on the goddamn show or like, you know, use somebody else's grief for a storyline. You're weird. Next, I just want to speak very, very quickly because I don't have very much to say to store store brand Blue Cantrell. Okay, aka tearing these bitches apart today. (laughs) Aka (laughs) Giselle. Oh, oh, Giselle. (sighs) Giselle. All I can say to you is get a life. Mm. Get a life. You're so boring, mama. Like, I I don't even know what to tell you. Like, and you bore me so bad. I find myself in your interviews just taking up time counting your necks just to find something else to do. Like, for you and the other light skins to try and take this opportunity to try and deem Wendy as antagonistic and Mia as the good guy because y'all don't like her, where is that coming from? Because you were exactly backwards on this exact same thing two years ago when it was two different people. I'd love to know... I mean, we know that there's a reunion that's going to come out with a messy white gay who's going to ask out loads of questions. But I agree with the internet that there's going to be a black woman who needs to be like, that's not Nicki Minaj, that should probably come in and ask some questions and do some digging here. Because the way that y'all felt like y'all could skate around your hypocrisy in these episodes that I watched anyway is laughable to me. As far as all three of the light skins, um, from oh my god, the many neck beast, Blue Cantrell, I mean Giselle, to Never the Bride, to Mia Sashay Away, all three of y'all tacky, all three of y'all kick shit, none of y'all could dress, and the only reason that anyone would find any of y'all even remotely attractive is because y'all light skin, and that is the end of it. And <laughs> and they lean on that real heavy. I think I'm done. Oh, wow. No, I'm not. Giselle, what you need to do is stop lying on people's motherfucking husbands, making up shit, trying to come up with whack-ass um, quotables in your fucking interviews. You're not good at it. The fact that Phaedra Parks took your man, you should never even be able to show your face in these streets or anybody's streets ever for that that sake. The same nigga who's trying to now sell weed out the church, you're a disgrace. You're a motherfucker. You should agree with anything that anybody 
anybody has to say ever on that motherfucking program. You shouldn't disagree with a goddamn thing that's ever said on the Real Housewives of Potomac, Orange County, Ooh. Peach County, Cheshire County. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You get on my goddamn nerves. Now I'm done. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> well, thank you for that. <laughs> I will I will also just say very quickly, this is not a read, but some of y'all need to tell us less about your lives. And I'm looking at you, Glorilla. Oh. I completely forgot about this. What's Glorilla been sharing? Something you said just reminded me of this clip of her on Angela Yee's podcast that's going around where she said that sometimes when her and her nigga are having sex, She'll tell him to like nut on her food and then she'll eat the food with his nut dripping all over it. Like she's like, you know, sometimes you have dinner and then you have sex right after. And so I'll be like, just nut on my fries or whatever. And then she'll eat nut fries. And I was just like, please, please don't do this when I'm really enjoying your music and really rooting for this country ass Southern black girl. And like, please. Please don't. Don't do that. I'm not going to kink shame. Eat, I know. Eat, I'm, eat not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not shaming. I've done it. I'm just saying. Well, not on fries. And this None is what. I'm goddamn McFlurry bitch. All of the girls were like, I mean, yeah, we've all swallowed. Swallowing's very normal. However, this. <laughs> I just. I haven't had cinnamon nut crunch. <laughs> Okay, all what right. What the fuck are all you right. doing, Glorilla? <laughs> and it's Wait, not even just like, what fine. are you doing? Like, shout out to Angela Yee for getting you to say that on camera. I can't That's believe what I mean. you said what that. What are you doing telling camera. us? <laughs> I cannot believe you shared that with us, young lady. Please, like, it's not aioli. What are you doing, sister? You don't just, <laughs> you don't spread a little on the bun. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Sprinkle a little hot sauce on top of your nigga's nut so you can just eat it a with little your... butter knife, just spread just it little, mm, on your bagel. Ben is really an everything bagel. Isn't it? <laughs> a little butter for your steak. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Gross. Huh. Like what? We should okay, all sis. I just didn't need to know. We should all know less about one another. Still rooting for you. But I hate it here. Yeah, these nut delicacies, I think you should keep them to yourself. No shade, babe. And that is God, truly this it channel me. is I'm ghetto. Done. It needs a reboot. <laughs> just unplug us and plug us back in real quick. Blow the cartridge. It's okay if, you know, some things get switched up. Because honestly, they need to be. Shake this bitch yeah. up a little bit, but get us out of here. Oh, all right. That is gonna wrap up this week's episode of the show. Check us out at This Is The Read on all social media platforms. Our website is thisistheread.com. And you can find tickets to our 10-year anniversary show at oh, I actually don't know. Where can you get those? Girl, Ticketmaster. Oh, Ticketmaster. No, oh, thereadlive.com. See, you don't know. <laughs> Head on over to thereadlive.com. If you're subscribed to our Patreon, then you already have access. For the rest of you, um, the sale will go to the public 
Friday, December 16th at 10 a.m. Eastern at thereadlive.com. It's been so long since we had a live show that I forgot. <laughs> Completely yeah, like forgot. For yeah, there is. So, um, and we'll see y'all at that 10-year anniversary 10 years. Show. Baby, that is Look so that. crazy to me. But yes, here at the Beacon. Not many of the girlies have 10 years yet. I mean, no, you know, that's 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 the thing about pioneering in spaces that you get to be the Ooh. the first to do things quite frequently. And it's Ooh. just honestly such an honor and privilege to still be here and to have inspired so many of you to start your own shows and all that. And I just I really uh, I I it's not something I take for granted. I'm yeah, continuously in awe that we are afforded the privilege of doing this so thank you all so much for the support again friday december Yay! 16th 10 a.m eastern thereadlive.com if you'd like to come see us um for our i'm excited anniversary me too i think i'm gonna have to have y'all wear masks uh unfortunately but otherwise <laughs> <laughs> otherwise i'm also excited um because we haven't done this it's been a, it's been a couple of years so we're gonna have a good old ghetto ass black ass time um yeah oh, i'm so excited i cannot wait to go get on the stage again i don't when's the last time was it the the show in dc it was the la show the netflix is a joke oh yeah yeah that's right that, that was, was just ago, yeah that was just like a month or two after not, dc yeah right after yeah mm-hmm. yep so yeah that i think i think that's, Yay. i think that's it for me do you have anything else to say before we get out of here um no, but big things coming in the future. Oh yes, yes, yes. I echo the same gratitude that we get to this silly project still, mm-hmm. and that you guys are still so supportive and so understanding, and that you have given us so much grace over the years. We're not officially at the ten years yet, so I guess I can save speech. <laughs> <laughs> for this yeah. show itself yes can i just say never in a million years would i thought we'd have been doing this for a fucking decade never we, didn't think we were doing it for a year right like we didn't have no long-term plans for this thing and now no, we know what podcast it has we just, just really grown it has really become its own thing so yes thank you all so much for listening sharing telling your friends um and all that take care of yourselves and we will see y'all next week 